the groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, February 25th, 2022, episode number 216. 216, the area code for Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland, really? They just had yep, the, uh, yep. the All-Star game up there. You see any of that? Yep. I watched, you know, I watched some of the slam dunk contests. I watched uh, some Boo. of the other stuff. I didn't. That was the worst. Yeah, the slam, slam dunk, dunk contest was terrible. They need to get rid of there it. There was no, there's no momentum. There's nothing else they can do, you know, that to, to be exciting. I mean, when MJ left from the free throw line, that was crazy. When somebody jumped over a car, I can't remember who did that the first time. Now they're, how, how many more slam dunks can you come up with? I think the thing is, like, it used to be a place where, like, you celebrate the stars of the, of the series and they do really crazy shit that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's just, like, kind of a platform for rookies to come up and try to make a name for themselves, and I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, d- I didn't really even know any of the people in the slam dunk contest. Yeah. Honestly. you know, you I know? mean, I haven't uh, the last three or four years, and some of them have had some true. impressive things that make you kind of remember him, remember them, but... I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I think what they should do next year is do it for the last time. But they have people like, well, LeBron is like past his prime. I don't know if, if he'd be that great. In the, but like, have some people that people want to see. People vote who goes to the slam dunk right, contest right, or right. what they do or something. Right. Have some new but, platform and, to do it. I don't know, man. It's and like when it started, like Clyde the Glide Drexler was in there. Uh, Dominic Wilkins Dominic was in there. Spud Webb. Spud Webb. I mean, Dude, Jordan Spud was Webb, in there. Jordan, the, absolutely. You know, all the all the big names were in it. Vince now, Carter. Like, that was the best one. Yeah. Vince Carter. Dude, when like, he, it was, oh that was when God. he was playing for Toronto, right? Yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, that um, that was awesome. Yeah, and then how are we talking about basketball? I know. I was gonna say one more <laughs> thing, and I'll be done with basketball because it was the. I don't know. You said Cleveland. That's where my mind went. Um, Steph Curry. Did you see any of that? What he had, he had like 19 three-pointers Lights or 16, 16 three-pointers. That was yeah. the, one of the most impressive basketball performances I've ever seen. Like, it's insane what that guy can do with the basketball. Best well, shooter to ever live. I don't, I don't know how many points he ended up with, but 16 three-pointers is 40, 48 points right there just on three-pointers. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow. Unreal. All right. Enough All right. sticking ball sports. Let's talk some motorcycles. Whew. It's been a minute. Are we jumping in the press releases? Are you ready? Dude, are you ready? A, are you sitting down? There's a lot here. You are, you, wanna, are you sitting down? Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sitting down. Sometimes your desk is up. I just want to make sure you're sitting down. <laughs> you're right. So the, I guess one of the big press releases coming out of Daytona was that the singles will be racing on the Springfield Mile. That's a big deal. It, it is. It's huge. And, you know, it. it's kind of been a promoter issue, a safety issue. Um I, I don't know what your thoughts are, Carter, but I'm thinking nowadays the bikes are still pretty much the same. When you go to Springfield, it's pretty much wide open almost all the way around usually, and that keeps the singles all in a pack. Uh, the twins are, you know, some of them work better in the corner. Some of them are faster on the straightaways, but the singles are pretty much equal. So it's going to be a big pack of riders. Uh, hopefully they all stay up on two wheels hopefully there's no bikes that let go because that's when it's going to cause a big pile up my thoughts going into it or my two cents on it because it is a, it is a pretty you know it's a touchy subject kind of sort of but i i'm thinking now with the caliber of riders that are in the singles class now as compared to when we were there a, a while back when the singles riders were there they were riding it like a short track or like a half mile going in there pushing people out of the way with elbows and and they were so close that it was causing big rider pileups i think we've got more more riders in there now that have 
years experience in that class that are used to racing with each other I think it'll be safer now than it was back then however like I said if one bike lets go it's gonna be a big pilot for everybody so you know I I think to me for safety aspects let's have an a main and a B main kind of like sprint cars but have the a main with nine or ten riders pay the top nine or ten spots in points and pay and and the money and then have the B main pay the top you know six or seven spots however many they usually pay off and and that way you know have eight or nine or nine or ten riders in each and and it would make two smaller packs it may not be as good for the fans but it definitely would be safer but we'll see yeah yeah it's a it's a tough one man and i think uh i've kind of been obviously a little uh detached from from all the things but that's one thing i definitely heard and you know it's not it's not anything new that's been tossed out there it's been an idea i mean they even did some testing a couple of years back i think with the singles on on the springfield mile um, mm-hmm. You know, coming into this year, you have a new, you know, new promoters. They're going to want to try new things, and I think that's something that a lot of the paddock has wanted to do is have those singles riders um, compete on on the mile. And uh, I don't know. I, I could see the pros. I could see the cons, right? Um, but end of the day, I think uh, it's something that that will happen and, and should happen. It obviously has been announced, so it will happen. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, how you approach it, I like the idea of doing the, the two mains. Um, how you approach it, it means everything. I think. Uh, optimistic but cautious cautious but optimistic yes, i think yes, is, is the yes. way to look at it and uh you know not everybody's gonna love every decision not everybody's gonna think it's the best thing to do but as long as they approach it with uh safety in mind and uh i don't know i, I think just i don't know and usually what happens at the riders meetings um and it's it's not so much now as it used to be when there were so many rookies coming in but after our normal riders meetings get over they ask the rookies to stick back or the first year riders to stick back, especially yeah. when you're on a mile, especially at Springfield. And they go over a few things and they have some of the veteran riders stay back and, and talk to these rookies. And I just hope that whatever rookies are there, there is gonna there is a pretty solid rookie class coming in as well. But whatever rookies are there or first year or second year riders that have never raced on the Springfield mile, um, stick around and, and absorb what those pros are telling you. Um, I know they did it last year at the Amateur Nationals at DuCoin. Uh, I think they had five pros that were there at the riders' meeting. Take all that in, uh, swallow it, digest it, but then you got to go out there and race too. So um, it, it, it's different being on a mile. It's different being on the Springfield mile than any other mile. It's right. so fast, but yet it slows down, so you don't feel like you're going as fast. I mean, it, it's hard to describe. It's hard to put into words, but... It's huge. It's going to be, it's good. It's going to be good for the sport. Fingers crossed. Everybody rides with a good head and, you know, all the motors stay together. That's, that's my biggest thing. Yeah. I think the one thing that I will say, and we can kind of move on to the next thing, because there's plenty of things to get into is, uh, you're never going to make motorcycle racing completely safe. Um, Absolutely. So, I mean, and it shouldn't, it shouldn't limit, um, trying new things and, and, and doing things. So I, I, I'm, I'm for it and I'll be watching for sure. Um, to see how that goes and cheering on those single school riders for sure. Absolutely. So let's talk about Sammy Halbert. He uh, made an announcement a little while back saying he's coming to race, but only part-time. I think it looked like three or four races. I know he wants to go to some of the races that he wants to go race at. He's got help from Roof Systems and uh, Mission Foods actually is on board to help his program as well. I know he's racing Castle Rock and a couple others, but more importantly, he's going to be promoting a race at Traveler's Rest uh, real soon, I think in April. And it has a $10,000 purse. So uh, Sammy, maybe he's trying to find an exit strategy to do something after racing. I know it's hard to walk away from this sport. 
um, you know, a lot of people do, and they're still involved. I mean, look at look at Kenny Coolbeth, look at Brian Bigelow, too, the folks we're going to talk about a little bit later on today. Uh, I mean, there's so many people that, that when they retire from racing can't leave the sport and don't want to leave the sport. So, hey, promoting might be the next move for him, and, and I, I wish him all the success in the world. Yeah, he's uh, it's definitely good to see him trying to figure out those things. I think it's it's something you've seen more, more and more, happen more and more, uh, riders kind of figuring out what's going to be next after racing um, the old guard, so to speak, kind of stepping into uh, more leadership roles. You know, Brian Smith coming to AFT, uh, Johnny Lewis doing what he's doing with Flat Track Futures. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's great, right? Like a lot of the times while you're competing in a sport, you see things that you could and would improve. Um, and then once you get to that point where you can make a difference, you, you find yourself in those roles and able to kind of really make the changes and the, uh, and the shift that you want to see in a sport. So I think it's something you're going to see, um, continue, it's something you're going to continue to see. And, uh, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'd love to see, uh, a Sammy Halbert promoted race and kind of how that's different from, uh, your typical national or, you know, non-national. So look forward to seeing how that goes down too. So from one former number 43, Sammy used to be number 43 when he came up into the pro ranks to another 43, James the Rocket Rispoli. Uh, rumor I was hearing was he was walking away from flat track. He was going to go race bicycles. Well, a press release came out not too long ago. Him and Wally Brown Racing have teamed up. They're going to do a part-time schedule to develop the KTM uh, Super Duke into a flat tracker in the production twins class. It is a part-time schedule, uh, and he's also going to be running the King of the Baggers uh, for Vance and Hines. It looked like on the uh, the Moto America series. So he's gonna he's gonna still have a full plate. You know, it, it, the announcement came out he's going to be selling real estate. So everybody's like, okay, that's his exit strategy, you know, so to speak. And I, I know he's going to be racing bicycles too. So Rocket's going to be busier than ever this year. Yeah. Um, I, I also saw he was going to be selling houses before he made the big announcement. So uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. We were looking and talking through all the potential riders that could fill that seat. Um, his name yep. would definitely top the list. So it's not <clears> a huge <throat> surprise, to, I think, to either one of us or anybody else that sees that. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a great choice, obviously. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Cynthia called it there. She said our hunch on Rispoli was right, absolutely right. Like I think that uh, uh, he's definitely going to fill that seat. He's already proven that he's going to, you know, contribute to to the knowledge that they're going to need to to build a, a competitive motorcycle. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a good rider coach, quote unquote rider coach for all the other KTM young KTM riders that are going to be in that um, in that corral. So we'll see how that goes for sure. Yeah, we kind of caught the hunch, you know, when he had the he was riding a KTM down there at the Winter Throwdown. He's staying on some dirt, so that's good. And and he's got so much experience on so many different kinds of motorcycles. You know, talking World Superbike, talking, you know, he he's a, a former, I think, when it's pro singles or, you know, he's been around for a long time. He's ridden a lot of different motorcycles, so he will he will know what to expect. He's racing the production twins class before. So I think it's a good move for both Wally Brown and for James Rispoli. So uh, the next one I've got is rookies coming in. Mobile view is back on board. $7,500 for the mobile view rookie of the year. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And now it goes to the singles class and the singles the, the the four rookies that I could think of chase sat off. He's coming in. We kind of no, saw that announcement last year. You got Tyler Scott, that announcement I've got a little bit later, Don, in the notes, Tyler Scott's coming. Don't know if he's coming full-time or not. Depends on his road race schedule. You've got Gage Smith from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've watched him grow up. And you got uh, Logan McGrain, 
those are those are four heavy hitters that I know of. There's probably even more that I don't even know about that are making the move from the amateur ranks to the pro ranks. So the amateur to the pro ranks is exciting. It's a big step, but with that $7,500 carrot out there, it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, we might we might even see one of these rookies win a race. Uh, I, I, I kind of talked about that a while back when we started talking about the Turner Honda race team that we'll talk about a little bit later on too. But any one of those four riders can get up there and battle for wins, especially Sadoff and Tyler Scott. So uh, since I brought that up, G-O-M-R. Have you seen that? Did you see the logo? Dude, the logo's kind of funny. I don't recording. know if that's... Yeah, you showed me that logo, and I'm still I'm still laughing I don't my know ass that... off about it. It's, it's, it's one of the best ones. And I, Grumpy so, Old Men Racing. Yes, which is Johnny Goad and Russ Briggs. Russ Briggs from Kansas. He had BriggsAuto.com. Him yeah. and Johnny Goad teamed up a few years ago. And Russ Briggs, he's in it. He wants to win a championship. He wants to help somebody win a championship, too. Johnny Goad's won championships before. So they have announced that they're helping out Brandon Price at every race. And then Tyler Scott. And, again, Tyler Scott's future depends on how many road races, if he gets a road race deal, and what is more important or how he's doing. I, I don't know how many conflicting dates are there are right now. So uh, I can't wait to see uh, Johnny Goat and, and Brandon Price hooked up. And also can't wait to see Tyler Scott when he uh, puts that rookie, rookie stripe on the back and gets out there on the AFT circuit. You know, how, how is he going to be accepted? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think uh, Johnny Goat's won his fair share of championships already. And I think Brandon Price and uh, Tyler Scott are both riders that will have a championship trophy in their uh, trophy case before the end of their careers for sure. So it's just a matter of when and, and how soon I think that happens. So we'll see. Go, going on down the list, uh, the Bill Train race, the Royal Infield, uh, 15 women. It's hard for me not to say girls, but I, I'm, I'm working hard women. on it. 15 women riders. Badass women. They, uh, they are for sure. Yeah. So they're out there, and there's going to be seven of them returning from last year or from the yeah, from the 20. Uh, 21 season and then there's eight new ones from all over the country and they've got their bikes were already delivered already it looked like a b- bunch of them are already working on trying to get them ready uh, so that yeah 15 women in the royal infield bill train race program uh, up next we talked about mobile i gotta view, say so- something on that i've said it before and uh, i'll say it again. all right what all royal right. infield has come into the sport and done is beyond impressive not just what they've done how they've done it they are biting a huge, taking a huge bite into this this year with 15 riders. Hats off to them for for taking that leap and, and putting in the work to make this happen and make it a reality uh, for not just one or two riders, for a whole, a whole stable of riders, and and not just like on the on the build train race program, right? That's that's amazing and, and impressive alone. But what they're doing on the production side too, in in production twins, they're racing a full season this year with Johnny Lewis, and I. I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put it out there right now. So when it happens, you can say, "Oh, I think Carter called that." Johnny Lewis is your 2022 Production Twins champion. Whoa, whoa, that's that's big. Watch that's it. big. Let me write that. Watch it happen. Let me write that down here. Mm-hmm. I got a pen somewhere. Let me see. <clears throat> Watch it happen, Johnny Lewis. <laughs> no, saying. it'd be awesome. You know, Johnny Lewis, he he's never almost never dedicated a full season that's what i'm saying to to american flat track and and he's ridden every different kind of motorcycle out there he's putting it i think he's put more brands in main events than anybody else in the world um yeah so that's huge that's it it could happen i mean that's why we race to see what happens i think i think they're only uh 
drawback right now is the the horsepower on the big miles luckily for them there's not very many miles there's you know two two springfields two red miles and sacramento so there's five miles so if he can you know stay top five there uh you never know i mean it's it's good it's it's that's a tough class it's a yep. tough class Corey texters kind of had that one on lockdown for the last couple of years uh Rispoli was on fire two years ago so we'll see um up next janish and kitchen we kind of had a little misunderstanding on that one when it first came out because it kind of sounded like Kitchen was going to be on a production twin. Uh, Janish will be full-time on the production twin on the on the XG, and it looks like Kitchen will be uh, supported in the singles class on his uh, Husqvarna. Love it. No, I, 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 beyond stoked to see Jesse Janish coming back for a full season. Uh, that's another. I mean, he did the work at the end of last year when Dalton got hurt there. And uh, needed somebody re- to replace him on that uh, Vance and Hines uh, Harley Davidson. He came in, not just came in and filled that, you know, filled that that empty spot on the seat. He was podium races and, and winning, finishing winning up races front. and podiums. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so, he was uh, he was he yeah. he did a great job. Yeah, beyond uh, like a Merg, you know, from his performance last year. That's and it's great that it's MJGR that I think had an amazing 2021 that put them in the position to be in the, that they are coming into 2022. And I look forward to seeing them both go for sure. Yep. Another big announcement. Uh, the Waters Auto Body KTM team has two riders and two riders that have one for that team. Ryan Wells back with the team. He's up in New York training like Rocky Balboa <laughs> and and uh, Tanner Dean. Uh, yeah. A couple of riders that have one in that class and they feel comfortable on the Waters KTM. So I think they're going to be up there. They'll be a force to be reckoned with too. Yeah. And this comment is not going to have anything to do with the riders or anything on the motorcycle. I got to give a shout out to Rhonda Waters because what she's doing from a content creation standpoint as the team owner with the limited resources is beyond impressive. Uh, I just want to give Rhonda a shout out. She is she's she's taken it on upon herself to make sure her team is represented and has a voice and has a platform where they can promote what they do and tell their story. And she's doing a hell of a job with it. So go Rhonda. Well, well, limited resources as she was doing a lot of that stuff with her iPhone. That's what, what I'm you're saying. saying. Like, she doesn't have uh, the yeah, crazy, I'm, like... Not, not yeah. as far as funds and not as far as the team having all the great equipment. Yeah. As far as her doing stuff with her iPhone, That's it's, what I mean. it's top notch. From a content perspective, she's doing she's doing the damn thing. I love it. And I'm, I couldn't be more proud. I got to have some more Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Oh, you, Dr. Pepper, huh? I love it. Yeah, I can't find any more of the... Uh, Sprecher, the the hardware store. I got excited; they were carrying it for a while. Now they haven't had any for a while, so oh, I'm no. mad at them. I've heard of all kinds yeah. of shortages, but that's one I definitely uh. never want to deal with. Up next, Flat Out Friday. I see it's on your hoodie right now, but that is next Friday already. Back again. Uh, that is March the fourth. I'm going to be down in Florida, but the uh, if you're up anywhere north, if you want to see a good indoor short track and a motorcycle show next weekend. Yeah, it's a I can't can't say it enough that was by far one of the most entertaining shows i've ever been to in my what four or five years of flat tracking um so yeah if you are in the wisconsin vicinity or anywhere that's drivable up north or flyable yeah and you want right. to go see a good race go check it out it's going to be a good time i think uh they might even have like one or two spots open i saw they were still looking for a couple entries but um it's going to be jam-packed with a and, and a lot of fun i think up there in wisconsin so Give it a go. And, you and, won't be disappointed. And you said you said that just right. It is a show because, yes, the racing is good, but there's so much going on. There's a, a, a fun class, the boonie class. There's, you know, guys out there racing jet skis or a porter potty and stuff like that. 
it, it's it, it's a show. It, yeah. It's it's exciting. It's entertaining, and the racing is top notch. And and the motorcycle show is amazing too, right next door. So uh, check that out this next Friday. Uh, speaking of next Friday, actually my week starts out next week on Thursday. Uh, there's five days in a row. Steve Nace racing. It's AMA Vintage Amateurs, and two days of uh, all-star racing all mixed together down there uh, we're starting at lake city florida since savannah's all gone we're going to lake city florida to start the week short track all-star half mile vintage amateur half mile then we go to volusia for sunday and monday so that's five days in a row i'll have tuesday and wednesday off wednesday of course is practice day for aft and then thursday friday is rounds one and round two of uh, the american flat track series so it's, it's getting ready to get crazy also this weekend i've i'm leaving tomorrow ding i'm leaving tomorrow for sioux city iowa and it's going to be a, a nice slippery drive up to iowa to uh, doing the round number three of the world championship ice racing it's round number three this weekend and uh we'll see that that title hunts really close between a bunch of the riders up there so that's what's going on the, in the future there's one more announcement that actually just came out this morning mission foods roof systems of dallas texas and the hhrc uh, Jim Hudson also is a part of that with his roofing business, but they've got a lot of riders. And to headline the, the premier class, Brandon Robinson, Jared Vandekoy, uh, production twins, they've got Corey Texter, Ben Lau. In the singles class, they got both of the, the lows. That's Jared and Trent. They've got Billy the Kid Ross. They've got Kevin Stallings and Ferran Carduce. It looks like he will be here in the States running all of the races. And then at the bottom of the uh, press release, it says Mission also is supporting these riders brandon price tyler scott danny eslick sammy albert on his uh, four or five races 67 davis fisher and 72 larry pegram also in the notes i missed i skipped over uh bmr uh bob lamphere's beaverton motorcycle is back with davis fisher so all that Whew. is what's in the news i'm sure i missed some of the other races i know they had a joe baggett race i know there's some other stuff that we've kind of missed but that's the highlights dude there's there's more than a few things going on right now and Ooh. it's only going to get crazier here in the next week or two um before right. we go racing there in volusia getting lots of emails yep. apparently um but uh, <laughs> yeah getting, getting lots of stuff going on over there in florida um, but yeah it, it's i'm looking forward to uh to it all man this season is going to be it's going to be fun to watch even though i might not be uh putting the what? helping put a podcast together every week i'm still going to be watching every damn race for sure what white flag is out part-timer <laughs> it's better than bastard <laughs> car said that probably 20 times in an, hour. in an hour in an hour in an hour it was great um so so, so this week we, we 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 sat down and we we're like we were away for three weeks what the hell do we want to come back and do and uh the first thing that came to mind was uh you know new riders with new teams that's always a good story heading into the new season and uh cold cold call hello yeah cold call Cold call, yeah. Cold call. You like that, huh? I thought you said cold <laughs> call. No, cold call. No. That's it, dude. Cold call. It was a huge. It was big last year, right? We just cold called some people and like caught them off guard. I think it's the best time. You know, in the beginning when we started doing this, it was all about giving the riders an opportunity to tell their story and do so in an environment where they're comfortable. I think we've right. done that enough. Time to catch them off guard. Time to see what they're really made of as far as being able to talk and being able to represent themselves. And they did all. They're all doing a great job of it now. So cold call that's what we did so yeah are you seeing red no jesse janish is <laughs> what I, I was trying to figure out a way to go into the yeah, first you got nothing on the that. first rider um no, no. 
<laughs> I am. We are this that this week when we did our cold calls, we were seeing red. Um, I think Team Honda is one of the ones to watch this year. Uh, they've done an amazing job in the off season of building up and uh, kind of shifting some things on on their team. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they go in 2022. Absolutely. Like I said a few weeks ago, when the team was announced, I I, I said each one of these riders could win a race. Uh, they are all going to be up there battling uh, for for every round. I mean, the singles class is stacked. We've we've talked about that week in and week out here. Every episode, I think we talked about how how stacked that singles class is. But it's it's just getting more and more stacked. With you got some some fast stacks kids coming on in. Stacks you, on stacks on stacks on stacks. Exactly. Yeah. You're making a big you're making a big sandwich right there. So yeah. So we've got the Turner Racing Boys, all three of them, yeah. back to back to back on this episode. Who's first? Uh, well, I think we uh, we start off with the first person we called, which uh, which was Merck. I mean Morgan Mishler. He's been uh, a little busy this off season, kind of recouping from you know the what happened in in Charlotte there towards the end of the year and uh, preparing for uh, for riding those red bikes. So uh, you want to give Merck a shout? Yeah, before before we do, I looked at the stats from last year. They are incredible. I'm not going to go through them again because I'm sure I did it when when we did the interview. But the hit, the results he had last year, take away not making the Atlanta Super TT main event and then getting carted off at Charlotte, take those two away. He could have been up there trying to win the championship. I mean, it all everything happens, and we can look back and in, in the hindsight 2020. What happened here? What 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 if we would have done something different? But what an outstanding season for Morgan Mishler. Uh, he had Mark Muth helping him out in the pits. He has his dad helping him out in the pits, and uh, he deserves this ride. I'm happy for Morgan. I cannot wait to see him on the Honda. So let's call him up, Morgan Mishler, number 13. Let's do it. Hi, you've reached Morgan Mishler. I'm unavailable at this time. If you could just text me and or give me a call again, maybe I'll hear you this time. Thank you. Bye. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. Well, there you have it. Should we call him again? Yeah. All right. I bet he's riding. All right, call him. Here we go. What's up, Scotty? Mergalicious, what are you doing? I am leaving the chiropractic place and heading home. What are you doing? Oh, you gotta get gotta get that body tuned up for the uh, first two rounds, or what? Yeah, man. I mean, just trying to keep my body happy as long as I can. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Well, we've decided here on Off the Groove to do some cold calls and uh, check in with people that got new rides and all that fun stuff. So you were the first person I called, and little did I know, but your mailbox is completely full, and I didn't think that was acceptable for a rider riding for Turner american honda team see i mean you're a real friend for letting me know i really appreciate that because now i'm going to go through and you know figure out which ones i need to get rid of which is probably all of them but i mean i'd i'm glad you called me twice that means you at least listen to my uh message in the voicemail so yep yep you know i'll get it taken care of don't worry i appreciate it okay all right, I'll keep checking on you. I'll keep checking on you. Make sure you take care of that. So, uh, let's talk about last year a little bit. One first place finish, one second place finish, and a whole lot of turds. Man, I, I you know, with that much consistency, I just thought you would win the championship. But man, that that singles class is stacked. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you're not kidding. I mean, we're getting more 
more talent in that class all the time. And then, you know, we're finally losing Dallas about time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the class itself, all the bikes are so equal. You know, as, as far as seeing what the riders in that class can do, that's what it kind of boils down to because it's like the bikes aren't fast enough. It's like we're racing Groms out there. So, wow, you know, everything, everything's super close. And each bike is different. Everybody has their different riding styles, the different way they've figured out how to ride bikes. So, you know, it's going to be awesome this year being able to switch and go over to Turner Racing and, you know, be able to take some sponsors along and, you know, see what this uh, opportunity can do for me. But having uh, Biggs and Kenny to to work with, that's really a, going to be a treat as far as seeing what they can teach me and, you know, seeing what they end up telling me as far as what I can improve on. But I know most of the time they're just going to be telling me to go faster. Looking back on last year, uh, not making the main event at Atlanta had to suck, but also crashing out at Charlotte. Uh, which one do you think hurt you worse? Uh, I'm going to say the one at Charlotte just because I love that track. That track is super, super sick. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great place to have the uh, races and, the track is just usually really good, but I just kind of made a bonehead move, got it into the side of the ball, and when I got into the side of him, he lost his drive forward. So I wasn't able, like, so I basically just high sided over the back of him just because he lost his drive, which was my fault. <laughs> so, okay, all right. And your yeah. finger was going the wrong direction, and it's your your left index finger. Um, how? Did did you break it? Did you dislocate it? And how's it doing now? So, basically, just talked to the chiropractor about that too. So, I did. I ended up having like a small crack in it. Nothing that was like too crazy. Something that I thought would be like you know three four weeks and it'd be healed, and that turned out to be a lie. So, still dealing with it for whatever reason. Been trying to stretch it out, ice it. Just, just, just an annoying injury to have, because I mean I can still use the clutch, pretty decent, but it's still something that I wish it was as good as as, as good as it used to be, you know. Have you tried using other fingers for the clutch, or are you, are you pretty set on using that index finger? I'm pretty set on using the index finger. I'm pretty like my concern about using my middle finger to uh, to use the clutch is that you know it's I don't I don't need to pinch my my pointer finger anymore i'm not trying to lose that finger and mm -hmm. i mean i'm not gonna use my ring finger but i mean it's been tried and true i mean it's been good to me for years basically all reliable never really let me down until now so i mean i'm not gonna really just give up give up on it so okay and you got you gotta save that middle finger because you might have to show somebody their number one if they cut you off or something right you don't want to cut that one off Exactly. I, I don't really run into that issue too often, but there's definitely like a couple people that could use it. So, right, I mean, right. getting some uh, getting some new riders in this year, it's going to be, hopefully we don't have to use it too often. Hopefully we're not even near some of those riders. So that's the goal. Well, you, you mentioned a little while ago that you're losing Dallas Daniels finally, but you're gaining a couple other fast guys. I think there's about four of them coming in. 
the ones that come to mind are Chase Sadoff, who is your teammate, and Tyler Scott. So let's talk about Tyler Scott. <laughs> He's uh, teamed up with with Johnny Goad. He was riding hard, aggressive down there at the winter throwdown. Uh, did you have any run-ins with him? I didn't because every time that I saw him, I kind of panicked. <laughs> but, I mean, I was more battling the track than anybody, so – you know, it was, uh, I mean, as long as he's not going for my front wheel, I won't go for his, you know, it's one of those things okay. where you, you treat me how I treat you. So as long as there's a mutual respect there, we're fine. As soon as that line gets crossed, but I'm, I'm just hoping that it's not, it doesn't get to that point. I'm innocent. What, what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Just, you know, you know, try to get good starts and stay out in front of him. I don't know yet that he's going to be at the, all the races I heard there, depending on what his road race schedule ends up, but uh, you know, maybe he won't be a factor at all, but I guess that's why we race. So um, how, how was winter throwdown and were you on the new brand new Hondas or were you still on last year model Hondas? We were on last year model Hondas. We were, you know, just kind of getting acquainted with the team, getting everything kind of sorted, feeling everything out seeing what direction we wanted to go and seeing what data we could all use. So it was really like rewarding in the sense of getting to, you know, go through that process, have everything there, be able to, you know, talk with the guys and, and see where our starting spot was early in the season. So really a killer opportunity. And as far as what we've got, dude, I'm, I'm super pumped for this year for what this Honda team is going to be able to do. We were on the, uh, like I don't I don't even know what the 22 Honda is going to be like yet. So, I mean we're it's going to be something that we shake out as we go. But I mean if we hop on those things and we're on those things before, you know the first round, then that's something to worry about. Do you know when you're getting them? Do you have any idea? Oh, they're done. We're just waiting until we start testing again to kind of be able to use them and compare them to what we've got currently. So. Okay. All right. I also saw you riding some pit bike moto event. Was that before the throwdown or after the throwdown? And was that all for, for fun or what was that all about? That was all for fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Are you talking about Robbie Bobby's birthday? Yeah, I, I guess it, it just seemed like a bunch of chaos and a bunch of adults on little bikes and a fun track. Yeah, honestly. So that's in Rob's backyard. It's called area 69. Then it was just a ball, honestly. Like, I got you. Dalton right. and BK, they they spent all the time on the skid loaders, getting that thing dialed in. Like Rob had that course already laid out, so they took and they beefed it up and made it pretty. And you know, we we put a little bit of time in, and well, I put a little bit of time in. They put most of the time in, and you know, it it, it just turned out to be a ball. So as much fun as you think you can have on a mini bike, that's what it was. That's cool, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. It lo I saw a lot of videos on social. And it looked like you guys were all having a great time. I didn't realize this for Rob's birthday. I guess I guess I can't read between the lines. But um, tell me about the, uh, you know the 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 difference between a better roommate or a better teammate. Question. I mean, is is Dalton going to be a better teammate or a better roommate? <laughs> um, man. I'd I'm not prepared for that one. I'd have to go through the pros and cons <laughs> and try to weigh this out. Cause I'm, I mean, one of them makes like one of them together makes more money. So, I mean, I'm going to say the pursuit of money on this and say a better teammate. Okay. All right. Uh, that, I'm, I'm going to ask, that I'm going to ask him that. I'm going to ask him the same question a little bit later on. So don't you tell him what we're doing. So, um, oh, that's, that's I, I a good I'm one. I care of in the roommate department. Come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's more about the pursuit of making more money. I mean, 
if I'm going to battle anybody out on the track, I'd rather have it be Dalton or, or okay. Chase, whichever. You know, I'd rather right. have that friendly competition and not have somebody that's going to be a liability trying to take me out. That's yep, the goal. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so how, how else is the team coming together? They added on Kenny Coolbeth. Uh, have you got to work with him very much? I mean, outside of uh, the first couple tests that we've had, I mean, it's been, it's been so badass, dude. I can't emphasize that enough. Just the amount of resources that we all, we all have access to. And, you know, Kenny's wealth of knowledge, Bigelow's wealth of knowledge, along with his work ethic, is just unmatched, honestly. So we're in really good hands. Yeah, I, I mean, ter- you know, Bigelow's been there for a little bit. Coolbeth just now stepping in. I think that's going to help a lot. Uh, what what about working with the big man? What's it like working for Mike Turner? I mean, it's a pretty chill and fun atmosphere. So, you know, it's obviously the, the goal is to succeed and do well and be up front. So, you know, we do have our priorities straight in that sense. And, I mean, you know, we're – we're not really allowed to slack off because we've got a lot of things going on behind us as far as uh, financial support. And, you know, we've, we've got a trainer now with extremely fit Jason Fuller. So, you know, we're, we're watching what we eat. We're doing everything correct. So, you know, it's like, you know, we're just in really good hands as far as who we, we have in our corner. And I just, I can't be more excited about the season to start, especially in Volusia. Yeah, it, you know, looking looking back, I, I guess one of the the tests you went to, I know I was talking to Sammy Sabedger, who was down there with you guys too. He said there was so much rain, and and what I think that did, you know, looking from the outside, it give you guys a lot of time together to gel. You know, not on the track per se, but now now you you know more about each other. You get to sit there and visit. They can the communication. I think will be will be even better. You know, even going to a rainout if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty fortunate in that sense just because, I mean, Chase, you know, he's he's a kid. He's, he's got a pretty open mind. I mean, he's he's not somebody that's not going to listen, you know. Everybody on the entire team, I, in my eyes, is a really good listener just because we know how important it is to listen and, you know, we value, value each other's feedback. I mean, I live with Dalt, so me and him get along pretty well and, you know, we, we understand each other's small things. So, you know, it's, it's a matter of those things coming together and, you know, what we share with each other, it's only going to help us. Cause I mean, we've been watching each other ride for years. So, you know, it's going to be, it's just going to be a, a pretty big year in my eyes as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think all three of you guys are going to win races. I, I I've said that probably a few weeks ago here on the podcast. Um, You've worked pretty close with Dalton. Like you said, your roommates now for the past couple of seasons, you, you have gotten you know, to be real good friends. But throw throw the new kid, the rookie, Chase, into the mix. Uh, what's that like? You said he, he listens and he absorbs everything. Uh, do you guys get along on and off the track? I mean, of course we get along. I mean, Chase is just a, a good old Illinois boy. So, you know, between him and his dad, they're, they've got great uh, – they've got a great foundation and they're fun people just to talk to. So, I mean, I, the only thing I'm worried about with Chase is I don't want him to get too down on himself. If anything doesn't go as like the way he wants it to. So, mm-hmm. you know, as long as we can be encouraging in that sense, I mean, it's only his rookie year. So, you know, we got to build those uh, blocks up just so he can be successful moving forward. 
do you think that will change? You know, the, 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 the way you guys, the camaraderie between you three, I can't even say that word, right? Because I'm from Oklahoma, but <laughs> the way you guys talk to each other back and forth, do you think that will change like for chase, especially like when you guys are out there battling, battling for wins and say you can't, you, you finish in front of them. Do you think that will change or you think that's something he'll have to learn to deal with? Well, I mean, it's always tough to go from being, you know, top gun to, you know, big fish in a, or small fish in a big pond. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, I mean, we've seen this in, in years past as far as people getting picked up and, you know, their, their introduction into the sport. So do I think that he's going to struggle? I think he will a little bit, but it's just a matter of getting his feet wet, you know, going through the experiences and, you know, dealing with having to, however he ends up starting, you know, going through that learning process. And if he can nail his starts, if he can be up front, he's not a liability in my eyes. He's somebody that's a smart rider. And, you know, do I feel wary about having him around? No, because I know, I know exactly how that is. I know exactly how that feels. So I, I mean, by next year, he's going to be up front guaranteed. You know that the, the first couple races when you turn pro are are normally the hardest. The benefit to him is we're going to a place where he is racing to as a little kid at Volusia on the half mile. I think that's good for him. You know, for a rookie coming in. And I mean, if you look at the tools that we have in our corner between Kenny and Biggs, they're not going to mm-hmm. lie to us. <laughs> you know, they right. they definitely point us in the right direction. We, you know, the, like it's great that we're all gelling together i don't think we're ever really going to run into any issues it's just a matter of you know how we adapt to whatever the track and the bike is doing so you know you've got three riders that are all coming off of huskies or ktms which are very similar so mm-hmm. our feedback is going to be very similar in my opinion i could be wrong but you know it's it's something that we all have are comfortable talking about yeah, I, I agree with you right there. So uh, another question for you, is your dad going to be able to come along and go in the pits? And on that note, will Mark Muth come with you and help out in the pits? Or is that something you have to separate yourself from? Uh, Mark will be coming along. And I mean, I, I kind of left it up to my dad if he wanted to stay home or come along. Because I mean, he's working on paying his house off. He's got priorities that he wants to knock out. So for me, I've always wanted the opportunity to kind of be able to do that for my dad where, you know, this isn't something that he needs to be at. It's something that, you know, he can hop in his, like his goal is to be able to hop in his, uh, in his little toy hauler deal and, you know, go down and same thing as what Springfield is, but basically every round. So right. I, don't, I don't know if he's going to make it to Volusia just because he wants to, you know, get his house paid off, get everything taken care of. And then I know that he would be perfectly okay with being able to retire early. And then, you know, he wants to be able to travel and go camping and, you know, enjoy his time. So I know that's a big deal, man. I know uh, you and your dad, you know, a few years back were, were, you know, on the shoestring budget and doing what you could to get to the races, you know, come and hang out in my room and stuff like that. And, and to see, you succeed. I know it's making him happy. And I know this is, is huge for him just to be able to, to do this at 
his time, his pace, whenever he wants to, whenever he can. I think that's, I think that's huge. It's a relief maybe for both of you guys. I think I, man, I love it. Yeah. I've, I've wanted to take a load off that dude's shoulders for a lot of, a lot of years. I mean, if we look at like everything that he's done for me, it's been a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and to do it with one arm tied behind his back has been beyond impressive. That dude has never let me down. I can say that. And just, I mean, the dude's my hero. You know, he's, He's somebody that he never gives up. Doesn't doesn't matter what's going on. He's always going to be in my corner. He's always going to be letting me know how he feels. And I mean, for me, it's kind of fun because I don't know if you have it with your dad where you can only deal with him for so long. But yep, you know, it, <laughs> that's all I do to hear was that. Yep, yep. But, <laughs> you know, you, you get two like-minded people that are basically the same person. You know, I'm I'm just a uh, basically my mom and dad combined. So. You know, obviously we're going to butt heads, but at the end of the day, he's one of my favorite people in the world. Absolutely. And, you know, just seeing you win up there at the Dairyland and the, the smile on your dad's face was, to me, it was worth the, the drive up to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that dude deserves it. Out of anybody else, that dude deserves it for what he's had to go through and for the opportunities that he's opened up for me. I mean, it's been unreal just super fortunate that he's the dude that I get to call dad. Yeah. You, you know what? And at the races that he doesn't make it to, or doesn't, uh, you know, have to, to be at, he's just a phone call away if you're having a problem, you know? So just keep that in your back pocket. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be awesome just to be able to take that load off his shoulders. And I mean, obviously it'd be nice to have him at every round, but whatever's fi- financially feasible, that's what I want. You know, it's something that, I want to make his life easier. <laughs> yeah. Right on. What else is new with this new program? I, I know you're just taking it in and learning everything. Is there any new sponsors you, you guys need to mention or anything? Uh, I mean, we got mission foods. They're fueling the entire program. Well, they're, they're helping fuel the entire program. Progressive is powering this program. And, you know, we're, we're just super fortunate to have all the support that we've got. I know that we got uh, Seafoam on board. We've got, I got to start working on these sponsors because you got to update everything, but mm-hmm. we've got a lot of uh, great people behind us. Iowa City Break, they came they came along with me this year and, you know, it's, it's we're going to be an issue this year. I'll say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, I saw the endurance ice race was just a, a week or two ago, if I'm not mistaken. Did you get to make it up there? No, I didn't make it up there this year. Just couldn't line things up. But I know definitely next year, whether I do it alone or whether I convince somebody from Pensacola to come with me and, and do it, you know, I'm yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to hit that one next year. Definitely highly motivated to get up there. I mean, Jr. is only going to ride for so long, and I got I got to get him at least once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. J.R. Schnabel is the man still. Uh, I did I did see your boy Jesse Janish went up there. Uh, how stoked do you see Jesse back at the flat track races? Uh, you know, got an opportunity to ride for Vance and Hines again this year. Honestly, he deserves it, man. I mean, he's been in the sport for a while. He's done a lot of it out of his pocket. And, you know, since his introduction back in like 2015 and you know, letting him ride my RM250, I never would have thought that it would have, you know, took us both down this path. Yeah. So it's Isn't been, that crazy? Yeah. It's been pretty rewarding for me, and I know it's been rewarding for him just because 
like we've both matured we both like you know put each other through some drama very minuscule drama but some drama and Mm -hmm. you know but it's been a it's been a blast that i wouldn't have changed a thing you know i I wouldn't i wouldn't i couldn't have asked for somebody more knowledgeable and just overall having that same energy that i've got for this sport yeah it's cool to see he's getting a a ride you know he's been riding a lot of cross country Country. I see him doing a moto. He's he's riding a lot, so he'll be right up there in the mix for sure this year. Um, are you racing any other races before the the first two rounds at Volusia? I don't think so. I think we're just going to be more focused on figuring out what we can learn on these bikes, and you know, getting a direct co- comparison between the new bikes and the old bikes, and mm-hmm. you know, just trying to take it one step at a time, and just getting all our ducks in a row. We want to have all our ducks in a row as far as if we run into anything. So we want all our bases covered and then we'll have less to worry about on race day. And just, you know, the easier that we can make it on ourselves, uh, the more rewarding it'll be. Gotcha. We're, we're looking to see the Turner Hondas one, two, and three, those first two events down in Volusia, right? But what order are they going to be in? I could use a payday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not super selfish, but I, I'm a little conceited. I'm not going to lie. All right. So the thir- the 13 on the top step, that sounds good to me. Morgan, uh, you know, like I said, we're doing the cold calls. You were the first person we thought of since you got a new ride. Uh, you had a very successful season last year, 10 top fives out of 16 races. And like I said, more podiums than anybody else on the Orange Motorcycles last year. Uh, congratulations on a great season last year and good luck here in 2022. Yeah, thank you, Scotty. Looking forward to the ride this year. love that dude i always love that dude you know he's he's usually the funniest guy in the pits he's he's already got his race face on he's already serious he's he's well spoken i talked to him last year he was already down to his weight when he started college he's slim and trim they've got a nutritionist he's going to be up there battling for the championship i guarantee it yeah if you thought what he did last year in 2021 was impressive uh, he's got a, a bike with some with some decent power um, under him now. <laughs> I'm not saying that he didn't have decent power before because he did. Um, so I look forward to seeing how he goes on that. And I don't know what I would say that's most different about Merg this year is his headspace. Like he he's ready to go. Focus. Um, he's focused, focused. More focused on racing and performance than I think I've ever seen him or heard him. And uh, he said a couple things after we stopped the record that I'm just gonna save in the bank. Or if yep. and when he finds himself in a, in a uh, championship position at the end of the year, I mean, he's he's motivated. Like I've never seen him motivated. And his motivation is deep. He, he's like you know he he's felt like he's been overlooked time in time again. Yeah. And now he's got his chance with a big team, a lot of support behind him. Watch out for Morgan Mischler. Absolutely. Up next, Don't Morgan's roommate. Yeah. And best friend, one of his best friends. Uh, let's let's call up Dalton Gautier. DG seventy nine. Hello. Go time. Hey, what's, what's up? up, buddy? Nothing, Not man. Long time no talk. How you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great, man. Just ready for some uh, flat track racing. Uh, it's been been a long off season, kind of sorta. How about you? I'm feeling the same way. I'm ready to go racing. Yeah, we haven't seen you uh, on the national level since uh, the the New York short track that you won after your foot and ankle decided to go backwards on you. 
Yeah, that wasn't too fun, but uh, we had surgery and uh, we're all healed up now. So uh, we're ready to go racing. And uh, yeah, it's an all new class for me this year again and new bike, new team. So I'm excited and I've uh, been training my butt off this winter. So it's been really good and excited to go racing. Uh, can't wait. I just got to say again, hats off to you for continuing to race that night. I mean, I don't know how it felt, and I'm glad you didn't take the boot off because you probably wouldn't have got it back on. But what you did that night was amazing, and um, uh, the the foot and ankle and everything's healed up 100%. Yep, yep. Uh, don't have nearly as much mobility in it as I used to, but uh, yeah, it's pretty solid now. I got two screws in there, and then uh, had surgery by uh, one of the best uh, uh, foot and ankle. Uh, specialists in Pensacola so that was really good for me to have done by them and then uh yeah so we raced at New York um last year with a broken ankle and um ah. got third the first night and second in the second night and uh yeah just uh toughed it out pretty much I had Robbie Bobby calling me a baby all weekend because he thought it was just sprained oh. and uh <laughs> yeah we got x-rays a couple of days later and it was it was broken yeah, so you actually got the win, you know, because they, they kind of disqualified that guy that finished in front of you. But um, Yeah. Congratulations. But, uh, I really, yeah, I mean, I you got, you got win, you're second on the track. Yeah. <laughs> heck yeah, heck yeah. So they screwed your foot up, but in a good way. So are the screws staying there permanently, or do you got to take them out at some point, or do you know? Uh, my plan is for uh, when the season's over this year, I'm going to get them taken out, hopefully. So, yeah, that's the plan. Okay. To recap last year, 2021 stats, production twins, two wins, eight top fives in 10 rounds. Uh, we've talked about the injury. How long was it after that before you got on a motorcycle? Uh, I started riding in December, I want to say. So I think I got hurt in August. And so mm -hmm. it was a couple okay. months. And uh, so, yeah, it was a long off time, but it was good for me. Uh, Got to do some other stuff and, uh, yeah, just hang out. And, uh, yeah, I went to Charlotte and watched and got to just sit back and watch the racing. So that was cool. And then went to the banquet and hung out with all my friends. So, yeah, I just took a couple months off and then uh, regrouped. And now we're we're back on the bike and uh, killing it. I feel better than ever. And so, yeah. Yeah, it, it looks like, you know, watching social media, it looks like you're riding a lot and looks like you haven't missed one beat. You look like you're smoother than ever and just as fast as before the injury. And it, it's it's really good to see you back on a single. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun getting back on the single. Um, I feel like I ride the single really well and uh, I can just manhandle that thing around with me being so tall. And uh, yeah, love riding the twin, but uh, just uh couldn't work any deals out for this year with uh, the Vance Hines guys, which was a bummer. But, uh, hey, hats off to them guys. They treated me really well, and I can't thank Terry Vance enough for uh, having me on the team for two years. And, uh, yeah, so that was good. But uh, I just wanted a fresh start this year and uh, felt like uh, the singles is where I wanted to be back because the racing is the best, it seems, lately. So, And all the brands is really cool in that class. So I wanted to come back and uh, see what I could do. So the announcement was, uh, you know, kind of, kind of a secret, but not a secret. I mean, some people knew, some people didn't know, uh, saw your, your number on, on a red bike at some point, but when did this whole new deal come together? Uh, it was coming together right around, uh, the end of the season of last year. So at the last race, uh, me and Mike had gotten together and talked a little bit and here and there. So, and then a couple of short weeks after that, we talked more and, uh, yeah, we, uh, 
we figured out a deal that was good for me and him. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, the bike's awesome. The team's awesome. I have everything at my disposal and, uh, everything at my disposal to go win races and a championship. So I couldn't be more stoked about it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm hungry now since I haven't done, uh, any AFT races in a while. So yeah, just, uh, ready, excited to go racing. Did you ever think that you would get the chance to work with somebody like Kenny Coolbeth and Brian Bigelow? Honestly, I, I, the Kenny Coolbeth thing is really cool. Cause I never, I thought he was going to be with Sammy still. And, uh, when I heard the news about that, I was super stoked because me and Kenny get along really well. I feel like I ride somewhat like how he used to. So that was cool to know that he's going to be on the team and we can relate on a lot of things. So yeah. And then Bigelow, that man's just a magician on bike setup and everything. And he works his butt off. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I got everything at my disposal. I got the bikes. I got the guys around me. I got Robbie Bobby still. So that's cool. And, uh, yeah, Mike's awesome to work with, and uh, I'm stoked about it. I couldn't be any happier, and uh, I think uh, this fresh start is what I needed, and um, I feel like this year uh, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with with this team we got with Chase and Merrick as well on the team. You've been teamed up with Robbie Bobby since you, you made your return back to flat track after you were gone for a couple seasons. Uh, how involved will Robbie Bobby be at the races? I know you, you, you live down there in Pensacola close by, you hang out with him a lot at home and, you know, ride all the time and stuff, but at the track, at the AFT races, how involved will Robbie Bobby McClendonshire be? Uh, he'll be pretty involved. He'll be working on my bike still. And, uh, pretty much my rider coach, like he's always been pretty, Pretty much. So, yeah, it's, nothing's really changed. Um, just got new bikes to ride and uh, just new people around me. So, yeah, he's still in the same spot he's been in. And, yeah, so it worked out well. And uh, I can't thank Mike for letting him come on board and uh, being with me. So that'll help me out a bunch, um, having him with me. So, yeah, uh, stoked about that. And uh, it couldn't have planned out any any better. That's perfect. It sounds like keeping, you know, keeping the gang kind of together. You got your good friend, uh, you know, Morgan, who's your roommate, uh, you know, right there with you also on the same team. I think, I think it's gonna be like you guys going out just to go have some fun. And then there's a national going to happen. Pretty much. I mean, we ride together every week. So, I mean, not going to be anything different when we're at the national. So yeah, we just got to go out, do our job, ride the motorcycles the best we can. And, uh, make the team happy and uh, try and get some race wins and hopefully a championship. Is, is Morgan going to be a better roommate or a better teammate? Because we already asked him, we told him not to tell you, but uh, is Morgan a better roommate or a better teammate? I don't know. It's probably 50, 50 with him. Um, I'd say probably a better teammate, honestly. Um, All right. Guys, a goofball okay. sometimes, and uh, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, teammates will be cool, and uh, I've never been teammates with him before, and uh, that'll be cool to have a teammate uh, with a as a close buddy of him like mine. So, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> about that. <laughs> he he said that he pretty much said the same thing. So it sounds like you guys are already synced up. So, um, you guys. You know, it seems like just uh, uh, yesterday you're a rookie in the singles class and you came out and started winning right off the bat. What advice have you given Chase for his first season? Um, I mean, the most advice I can give him, uh, I have been giving him, is 
just have fun, you know. I mean, it's going to be his rookie year. He's going to have races where he's going to be struggling, just like I did. Everybody else has too. So, yeah, just have fun with it. Don't get too flustered um, and just learn pretty much. You know, all you can do is, is learn from everybody who you're racing with and how the tracks are. Um, learning the tracks is going to be a big thing for him too because he hasn't even ridden that half of them. So, yeah, just learning the tracks and uh, just learning how everybody races and how everything handles at the AFT events because it's way different than amateur stuff. So, yeah, he'll be all right, though. I think he'll be a top five guy at a lot of the tracks. So, yeah, he's a he's bad, fast kid. So, uh, stoked to have him on the team. And, uh, yeah, he's a super good kid, too. So, stoked. Just uh, recently, an announcement came out that the uh, Springfield Mile will have the singles racing on the mile. Um, you know, we, we got away from it because of big pack racing. One rider goes down, other riders go down. Uh, I, I, for one, like the singles on that track because it's so tight, because it's so crazy. But I've not been out there with 16 or 17 other guys. What are your thoughts? Uh, you know, Springfield's later on in the year. But what are your thoughts about the singles going back to the mile? Uh, it's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be like the Daytona, Daytona 500 uh, for flat track, I think. So they'll probably be the whole pack will probably be all together. So anybody can win pretty much as long as you got a fast, uh, fast motor. So um, my plan is to stay up front and uh, just stay in, in the contingent for the lead at the whole race. So I love Springfield and I know I can do it there. So, and we got super fast bikes on the Turner racing Hondas. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to go racing there. I've never raced a 450 on that track. I actually raced a 250 there way back in the day on amateur, on an amateur day for Steve Mace. Um, so yeah, I haven't raced a 450 there yet, but, uh, I'm sure it's going to be a, it's going to be a battle for sure. So hopefully everybody can keep her on too. And, uh, hopefully nobody breaks either. So, um, I think we'll be just fine though. Okay. I, I like it. I, you know, with, with all the, the people that are in that class, there's a lot of people with a lot, of, not so as much the newcomers now. I mean, I, I know we got a slew, you know, about four or five fast rookies coming in, but I think the more experience that that, that class has now is why we're going back to singles on that mile. And I think it's gonna be a great race. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of guys that are uh, in the class that have been in the class for a while now. So um, a lot of them do know how to race on a mile and know how to stay safe. So, uh, that's, that's good for that. And then, uh, yeah, the rookies will, I'm sure they're going to be there, so they'll have a lot to learn, but, uh, I think they'll be just fine. So you, in your short career, I, I call it short cause it, it's only been about four or five years. It seems like, but yeah. you've raced for some of the big teams, some of the big team owners, uh, how is Mike Turner different so far in your, in your short time with, with the Turner racing Honda team? Well, uh, I mean, Mike's pretty laid back. He doesn't, uh, I mean, he's, uh, I haven't really got to race that many races with him yet. So I'm still learning the whole team and everything and how it works. But, uh, yeah, like Mike's, uh, really laid back and, uh, I like the atmosphere with Bigelow and Kenny there and, uh, just like I said, Kenny relate can relate so much uh, towards me and stuff from when he raced, and then Bigelow the same way. So Mike doesn't really—he's uh, not—he's just hanging out in the pits in his RV or whatever. I mean, he's just there to have fun and he wants to win races, just like me. So yeah, it's pretty laid back, and uh, I like that. So um, keeps the pressure off of me, which is good. And uh, 
yeah, so I think it's going to be perfect for me. And uh, just uh, I just got to go out and do my job for him and make him happy. I saw a bunch of stuff on social media about the pit bike race in uh, at Area 69. Uh, did you guys have as much fun out there as it looked like as we watched on social media? Oh, it was so fun. Uh, that was our birthday weekend. So me, Lane, and uh, Robbie Bobby, our birthdays are all in like the same week. So we were just like, hey, let's have a birthday bash, a little pit bike race at Rob's house. So me and Brandon Kitchen were out there for about a week just uh, tweaking and building jumps on in his backyard. And, uh, yeah, we came out and had like a little badass pit bike track. So it was sweet. And then uh, it was cool to see everybody show up. Chad Coase was there, was pulling up. So it was really cool, and it was so fun. Um, probably the most fun I've had on a pit bike in a long time. So we'll probably do it next year for birthdays again, and uh, hopefully it'll be bigger. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. And, and speaking of Lane, is Lane back with the crew? Does he travel to all the races with you, or is, is he just around locally? Uh, he lives with us, actually. He's a roommate with us, but uh, he will be – he won't be traveling with me to the races. I think he'll be traveling with kitchen now, but, uh, yeah, he'll be working something out to where he gets the most of the races. So that's cool. And, uh, yeah, I love working with that guy and, uh, he always makes great videos and, uh, seems like everybody else likes his stuff too. So that's cool. And he's only been in the sport for about two years now and he's, uh, he's grown pretty big. So happy for him. And, uh, that's my buddy. So, yep. Just want to see him grow and, um yeah so i'm stoked to have him at the aft races again this year tell me about winter throwdown i don't remember uh you know seeing all the results i mean i I saw a heck of a battle you know with uh tyler scott who's going to be racing with you a little bit this year uh jared meese and briar bauman uh what was it like uh, and how'd the winter throwdown go for you oh it was great um pretty much our first like outing with all the other pros um we raced at robbie bobby's race before that but there wasn't nearly as many riders sorry robbie bobby but uh yeah the winter throwdown was a big race there was a lot of pros and uh the first night i struggled a little bit i think i came from the second row in both races because you had to qualify out of the heat um with a heat win so had to go to LCQ. I think I won both my LCQs and then came from the second row to get fourth in one of the mains. And then, uh, I had a flat tire in the second main, which was a bummer, but, uh, Hey, it happened. So, um, I was happy with the first night and then, uh, we made some changes for the second night and, uh, won my heat race. Um, and then the other, the other class got second in my heat race. So I had to go to LCQ. Um, and then the first main, the got, third i think and then the second main i came from the second row and uh pretty much almost passed the whole field in the first turn and then found myself in like third or fourth the first lap and then just kept clicking them off and uh yeah i found my flow really well and got past bruner halfway through and just kind of checked out and it was awesome uh got turner racing their their win and uh got myself a win after my ankle breaking last year and uh yeah it was super cool um felt really great and uh my fitness wasn't even really there so now i feel like um they're pretty much screwed for aft uh i've been working my tail off i got a trainer now and nutritionist so i'm pretty set for the season i think and uh ready to go racing i am too i can't wait to get down there um there's there's a couple of new races or maybe new to some of the people on the schedule uh which race are you particularly looking forward to the most 
Um, I would have to say Castle Rock just because I've never been to Washington State. And uh, I love PT, so that'll be cool. And it's a groove PT, which I really like too. So, yeah, that'll be a cool race. And then uh, I think we have a race, uh, what is it, the third round with Missouri or I-70 or something like that. Yeah, um, I, I, I-70 would be the fourth fourth round, yeah, up in Kansas City. That's going to be a good one. I yeah, think it's Kansas. new for everybody. So, yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that race too. And then uh, my hometown race, I'm looking forward to the most too. But uh, uh, that'll be the second time we're going there. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to the new track, see how they hold up. And uh, I think it'll be great. I think uh, having Brian Smith there this year will be, it'll be a lot of help with uh, track prep and stuff too. So that'll be cool. Aside from the bikes, how do you think the competition will be different this year in the singles class than what you are used to racing in production twins? Uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher, I think. Um, there's always going to be five to six dudes that can win on any given night, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I just got to stay focused, do my job, and uh, I know I can win a lot of races. So, yeah, just stay focused pretty much. And, uh it's going to be tough for sure. Um, it ain't going to be easy, that's for sure. I know Max and Cody will be pretty tough, and then Bruner as well will be tough. Um, but those are the three dudes that I'm really looking forward to race, racing with and battling with, and uh, Kitchen as well, and then Morgan too. And then Chase, I'm sure, will be tough at a lot of tracks. So it's going to be tough for sure. Um, I can't say who's going to be up front every race, but uh, I can say that I'll be gunning for race wins every round and uh yeah i'm ready to battle and uh it's going to be a little bit different in 2019 dan's not in the class anymore and then shane is gone as well as well as dallas too so it's going to be a little bit different but uh i'm ready to go fight and uh yeah stoked to go racing this year in the singles go. class again absolutely go tom thank you so much for your time man appreciate it we'll see you real soon oh i i forgot to ask are you racing any of steve's nace nace's races before volusia or or just waiting to volusia to to unleash the 22s yeah we're uh waiting till volusia to unleash so you'll see go time at uh round one and two and the test day so yep uh we'll be testing before that but we won't be uh at any of the steve nace's races sadly that's all right, man. Thanks for your time, and uh, we'll see you down in Volusia, and good luck here in the 22 season. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. I want to say thanks to all my sponsors this year, too, and uh, thanks to Mike for having me on board. Go TA. Go time. Well, when he go came TA. into the sport, go, Carter. I think that's a new one he needs to use is go TA, because in the singles class, one of the best I've ever seen ride a motorcycle. Just saying. When he came into the sport and won, like, what, three or four rounds in a row on three or four completely different tracks before he got popped for, you know, uh, what happened. Um, I'm not going to dive into that. The kid was incredible, and he still is. He, he, he was good on the production twins. He's the first rider to win on XG750. But he, he something about him on a single, it's just it's like peanut butter and jelly. He's, he's incredible, man. He is, he is so fast. I've never heard that. It's like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I'm going to have to start using that. It's like peanut like, butter and jelly. What, what does right, that mean? That's right. It's going to gel. He's gonna, it just it okay. fits together. It's, perfect. It's, perfect. it's the perfect pairing. Perfect, I'm with perfect you. fit. I'm with Him you. and a single is a perfect fit. Wait until what we see what he does on that Honda. It's like peanut butter and lettuce. <laughs> you ever had it? Peanut butter and lettuce? Yeah, peanut, peanut butter, butter and lettuce, lettuce. sandwich. Is that just Not, me? I've had, pe- 
I've had peanut butter on my celery. Now that's kind of similar. <clears throat> I mean, the, so yeah, the lettuce yeah. gives it a little crunch, but I mean, and people, most people look at me cross-eyed when I say that, but peanut butter and peanut butter and lettuce, give it a go. And uh, grilled cheese and grape jelly. Those are the two that that people. I've are. heard about that. Yeah. You know how you know how you know how we eat our. We just our lost two cheese? viewers talking about that. That's great. <laughs> you know how we eat our our uh, grilled cheese? How do you eat your, with ketchup? Ketchup and mayonnaise mixed <laughs> together. Oh, <laughs> so good. So good. No. So good. No. no. Yeah. So good. No. So good. No. Yeah. Why we keep losing viewers? Because we're talking about us. Uh, I know. Besides racing. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> All right, so DG. I'm stoked to see what this guy's gonna do. At the winter throwdown, he kinda took the took the thing, right? And um, came back from like a second row start in like two different races. So um, mm-hmm. just like Merg, I think it's both of these guys with some Honda power under him. It's gonna be fun to watch. Absolutely. And the last rider on the team, the newcomer, the twenty twenty one. AMA, Nikki Hayden, Horizon Award winner, Chase Sadoff, number 106. Can I speak to the 2021 AMA, Nikki Hayden, Horizon Award winner? You're talking to him. What's up, Chase? What's going on? Nothing, just uh, doing some cold calls, getting ready for the 22 season, and first on the docket, was the Turner Honda racing team because there are three new riders. We've already spoken to Morgan Mishler and Dalton Gautier. Now we had to call the rookie number 106, Chase. So uh, you're up. You're up to bat. Are you Are you ready for this? I think so. <laughs> you don't sound too excited to talk to me. I'm just kidding. No, you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? Dude, I'm great. Uh, how much you been riding the new Hondas? A lot recently lately uh just got back from florida today actually uh, you know according to the other two riders uh, the 22s aren't in yet you guys are dying to ride them but the 21s are what you've been testing on and practicing on were you down in pensacola riding with 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 your teammates yes how how are you feeling i mean how how are you stacking up against those two because those two are going to be at the front most of the time so so are you feeling pretty good are you confident yeah, I'm feeling pretty comfortable running with them and riding around, you know, so I could get around the track pretty good on the Hondas. Uh, still trying to get used to them, but it's getting better. It's a work in progress still. What is the biggest difference? I've never ridden a Husky, and that's what I think what you were riding last year until you uh, got the got the nod to ride for the, the Honda team. How are they different, uh, the Hondas, from your Husky? I feel like they just handle a little bit different. Is that something that is with the settings, or is it just the way the bikes are built differently? I, I think it's the way the bikes are built differently. And then also, we, we ran a different uh, a type of suspension, too. So so tell me this. It didn't seem like it mattered what you rode your whole career. You always seemed to find your way to the front. And uh, point being, at Springfield last year, you rode Henry Wiles' bike, and, and he sets his bike up stiffer than anybody else. And you beat some some big names last year at the Springfield Short Track. So does it matter what kind of bike you're on, or are you excited to be on the Honda? I'm stoked to be on the Honda. The Honda's best opportunity brought up to me, and I'm so so grateful to be riding for the team that I'm on. 
So not only did you win the Horizon Award, we just talked about you winning at Springfield against a lot of the big names in our sport that, that you know that weren't in the AFT singles class because they were running their own stuff. But then you won some other big races at the end of last year. And then the big announcement at Charlotte last year at the last race of the season, there was a bike sitting over there with the 106 on it just to kind of you know, put some buzz into the pit area. How cool was it to walk up to the Turner Honda race team and see a red Honda with the 106 on the plates? It was super awesome. Uh, just showing up to the track. I didn't, I didn't know that the bike was already set up and ready. And I got there and was just walking around the pits and walked up to the Turner thing or the Turner tent and, uh, and saw the 106 in there. And I was, I was stoked. Did, did you have a smile on your face the entire night? The whole entire rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what some people might not know is you and Mike weren't necessarily strangers. He supported you as an amateur a little bit too, right? Yes. What was your favorite race you had last year? I mean, you, you, you know, your dad stopped, you know, retired from work early you guys loaded up in a van and took off and went racing all over the country, which is what I think you have to do when you're trying to get to the best of the best in our sport. Uh, do you have a favorite race from last year? I feel like I feel like nationals is probably like my favorite race of the year, even though it's like the most stressful week of the year. It's always great to have everyone there and just be able to like see everybody and, and, uh, in different types of tracks. So one thing I, I liked at the nationals this year, especially is that a lot of the pros kind of hung out and stuck around. And, and I saw, you know, I think Maxwell was in your pit area helping you change rear tires. I know you got plenty of help. Cause I know Keith was there. I know, um, uh, Trollard was there. Of course, your dad's there, your, your entire family's there, but how, how cool is it that these pros stuck around to watch the amateurs race at the amateur nationals? It was it was really awesome because um, not only Max was working in my pit, he was also helping kids on the 85s and the 250s, and and Dallas Daniels was running around too. He does a really good job coaching people and helping them out. And I, I think it's cool that they're helping kids, the younger kids in the sport, and uh, helping them with their setups and get better. Do you think that's something that you will do later on? Like even, even in the 22 season, if we, you know, when we find out if that's, you know, uh, uh, able to do that, I'm not sure where the amateur nationals are going to be at this year, but is that something that you would set out to do now that you've moved out of the amateur ranks? Would you go down and help, help the up and comers? Most definitely. I plan on going this year. If, uh, if I, if I can to help out, uh, my, my buddy Carson King, he's, uh, up and coming in the ranks. He's, really nice kid, very polite, a good kid. And so I'm going to go this year and, uh, if I can then help him out as much as I can. That's cool. He help out the other Illinois boys. I like that. Uh, you're coming into, you know, to your rookie season with a lot of talent. There's some other rookies coming up too. uh, Tyler Scott, Gage Smith, Logan McGrain, just a, a few that I can think of off the top of my head. What do you think about these other rookies that you'll be battling for, for that mobile view rookie of the year? It'll be uh, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a fun battle with them. Uh, I think it's gonna be uh, a dogfight for it because we're all like we're all like the same kind of like the same speed this year. Going into rounds one and two, we're going to Volusia. You've got plenty of laps on that racetrack. Do you think that's gonna help you? You think that'll be easier for the first national of your AFT career? 
I like Volusia. It's not it's not my personal favorite, but uh, I'm a little I'm a little nervous. I don't know. Like I feel like it's a good starter track, but you know, first map AFT National, I'm kind of kind of nervous. Out of all the AFT races on the schedule, which track are you looking forward to the most? Probably either Lima, Ohio, or the Fury CT. I didn't know you you were a TT guy. I, I thought you know you you liked it you liked them a little bit, but I didn't know you'd be looking forward to them that much. Is it just because it's in Illinois, or is it just one of your favorite tracks? It's mainly the the Illinois aspect. Like it's close to my house. Are you are you still going to school? Are you homeschooling? Are you graduated? I mean, you're what sixteen or seventeen? Uh, what's your school like right now? I'm currently still enrolled in school. So you go to school full-time, going to try to race full-time. Uh, how hard is it to juggle everything you got going on right now? It's pretty difficult, but I think I'll be able to manage and get through it. So are you bummed that at, well, we're not racing to the Springfield short track, or are you excited that the singles finally get to get back on the Springfield mile? I'm pretty bummed we're not uh, racing Springfield short track. I was kind of looking forward to that one if it was if it were on the schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think you'll be ready for the Springfield mile? I mean, there's not very many miles on the circuit. Now you on the singles will be racing all the tracks, just like the twins. Are you ready to race that track that you've probably been going to since you were, since you were three years old or, you know, maybe even younger than that? Uh, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure yet on it. I'm, it's, no, that's good. It, it's good that you're not sure because you don't know because you haven't been on a on a mile, especially the Springfield mile on a single. So I, I get it. Uh, tell me this. What's it like working with two of the best of our sport? You know, uh, a former champion in Kenny Coolbeth and Brian Bigelow, who's won some nationals himself. What's it like working with those two guys? It's pretty awesome. They're uh, they're both uh, really cool and helped me out a bunch. So we, you guys went to a test day and it rained. And it rained, and it rained, and I think I think Sammy Sabedra started building an arc. Did you guys get to sit and just kind of get to know each other a little bit better off the racetrack? I'm talking about you and Coolbeth, you and Bigelow, even you and your new teammates, Dalton and Morgan. How was that? Did, did you guys get to grow as a team, even though you didn't get to ride bikes? Yeah, most definitely. We, uh, we sat in the holler and just kind of hung out and talked about everything, and and it was it was pretty good team bonding. So what would it mean? You're you're moving into AFT first time, number one oh six. What would it mean at the at the end of the year when we're at the the uh the great big party, the the banquet, I guess, and we introduce number one oh six as the mobile view rookie of the year, what would that mean to you to have your name associated with all the great names who have won that honor? It'd be it'd be an honor to me. I'd I'd be uh so stoked like that that'd be a really big honor just be kind of like winning the horizon award but as you know like like the next step up from the horizon award you know what i mean absolutely so morgan's got mark muth in the pits dalton's got robbie bobby in the pits do you got sarah in the pits helping you out or, or are you gonna hire the big guns you bring your dad or or who who's filling that void for you uh, I have uh, Troy Barber helping me out. How long have you been working with Troy? Uh, just uh, just not too long ago, just beginning of this year. So do you guys talk every day? Do you text every day? Or what's your relationship so far? 
uh, mainly just at the track, you know, most of, most of the time I, I feed my information through Kenny or Brian and Brian kind of, uh, tells Troy where, what to do and where. Okay. All right. Do you get to ride the bikes? You know, I, I talked to your teammate said the 22s aren't here yet, but when do you get to ride the Hondas again? Did you get to take one home with you? I do have a practice bike. Okay. So are you going to try to ride every day or weather permitting or how does that look? I mean, how do you fit that into your schedule? Uh, right now, Illinois, it's, it's snowing and raining and cold. Uh, no tracks. Open. Uh, and, uh, going to, nope. going to the motocross, local motocross indoor track, a couple hours away from me, which really isn't cutting it. Just got back from Florida today though. Went on a little like four day trip and went and rode Pensacola dinner track and, road pit bikes and motocross and but i i think we're leaving sometime next week to go get some uh last minute training in for uh for the season starts yeah we're we're getting ready to be full steam ahead i know it's going to be exciting it's going to get uh you're going to get your feel here real soon hopefully the weather's nice when we get back down to florida but man we really appreciate you taking the time we want to talk to the potential rookie of the year in 2022 can't wait to see you out there on the 106 and i can't wait to introduce you in the starting lineup for your first main event man good luck in 22 and and thanks for coming on the podcast thank you scotty good kid good kid he's good he got a little nervous on the phone call but that's not the normal chase but you know so this kid I've watched him since he was little bitty. Like he would, when he was riding a 65 cc, he would come all the way from the pits, all the way to the mezzanine level at Springfield Short Track, and bring me an ice water. Chase was the guy that did that. I remember you talking about somebody that came in and brought you ice water. Chase Sadoff did that. That's awesome. How cool! How cool! And now he's making his rookie debut in Volusia. Can't wait to see it, man. It's going to be a lot uh, of fun. Good man. luck. It's been. A, I, I love. Yeah. I, I love their family. They're they're great people. Uh, they deserve every bit of this, and I can't wait to see them. You know, I kind of was trying to joke around with him to say, "Hey, is Sarah helping out in the pits, or is your dad helping out?" He's actually got a full time mechanic. Uh, his dad kind of stepping back a little bit. Still going to be there, but he's going to let the team do it, and that's hard for a father to do. Um, just going through that with me and my dad. You know, I never had an opportunity to ride for a factory team, but. And watching it, I watched it more so in motocross and supercross than I did in flat track. But when you get to that level, your your dad can get you so far. But when you get to that level, the dad has to kind of hand things over to the the team. Yeah. And that's hard to do. So uh, uh, hats off to them, the whole family, and good luck to, to Chase in his rookie debut and his, his rookie season. Yeah, I can't even imagine. It's got to be a really hard step to kind of make that transition. But I think in today's racing... Uh, you have to make that transition if you want the kid to, to be successful, right? Um, there's only so much that I think uh, a parent uh, can provide, and then you have to have uh, that transition happen at some point. It's great to know that he's still going to be there, still be able to be in his corner and support him, because I think that's important for a new rider too. Absolutely. Um, but Chase has got this, man. Watching him ride over the past couple of years, I've only gotten more and more excited about seeing him go pro, and this is the year to do it. Um, no pressure, though. No pressure. I think uh, that's one thing that I really struggle with with these rookies is there's a lot of pressure on these rookies to perform like they did coming out of the amateur series. Um, and, and I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to, he, like like you said, any one of these three riders can win a, a national this year. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't think I don't think expectations should be through the roof with some of these rookies. Like, let them get into this environment. It's going to be different. Um, and then absolutely, I just look forward to seeing how it goes. Though. And, and what what people have to remember too is these rookies have never ridden on any of these tracks. Volusia is the exception. Lima, now that we've had an amateur race or two now at Lima this last year, some of the riders have got to race Lima. Maybe a little different conditions than it would be at an AFT race, but all the rest of the tracks are brand new to these rookies, so that, that puts them at a little bit of a disadvantage. Sometimes that doesn't matter. Sometimes a rookie has been all around the whole country and raced on other tracks, so you gotta look through your Rolodex in between your ears and say, okay, uh, Devil's Bowl was just like Volusia or whatever it might be and think about put your mindset like that well I won I won at that racetrack or like uh, I-70 you know or, or other tracks you know I've won a track just like that I can win at this racetrack that's what you have to do focus on the track that lies ahead of you it doesn't matter if you race there or not before yes it helps with your psyche but there's other ways around it so try not to let the newness the guys you're lining up beside uh, bother you. Just go out there, race that track, and do what Talk you know me. how to do. Love it. Good stuff, man. Well, I think that's it, man. There's been, uh, that's three up, three down. Three up, three down? Yeah. Man, what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, I'm actually going down to Orlando, man. Going to hang out with some peeps down in Orlando. Uh, no Mike th- Lee? What's that? Mike Lee? <laughs> no, not Mike Lee. Uh, spending no. the day down there, uh, actually going with the girl to see uh, some of her old friends. So uh, okay. meeting some of her yeah. friends, hanging out down there, and uh, I've got some stuff going on in the summer that might uh, pan out. So I'm gonna go scope some uh, venues out and see what's uh, what that's all about. Not racing related, believe it or not. Um, so yeah, I do. I do believe it. Part timer. There's, there's definitely been a shift. Part timer. Just saying. Dude. White flag is out. Uh, White flag is out officially. The white you're not flag sur- you're out. not surrendering. It's just one more lap. No, it's a white flag racing for sure. Um, okay. Yeah, right. man. I don't know. We'll get into it in this next episode. I'm sure. Uh, I yep. still don't have. <laughs> you're popular this morning. Dude, it's nuts right now. Man. Um, man. All right. I still don't have uh, a, a, a ton that you know that I'm ready to get into. And but yeah, if you guys have questions, if you guys want to talk through anything, I'm an open book. I'm not. Uh, I'm not running away i'm not hiding anything so um just let me know if you have questions I'm, I'm happy to address anything uh mostly though and i will say this it's just a just a mind shift for me to kind of figure out what's best for carter right now and it's not that racing is bad for carter it's just that there's other things that that's more important for carter that i need to figure out before i try to do all the things that i want to do with my life there you go so there you go there you go so this weekend, I'm going to make a nice, slow trip up to Sioux City, Iowa, because the roads are crap. Take your so I'm time, leaving. bro. Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Dad Dad already called me this morning and says, don't use your cruise control. And I'm like, yep, got you, Dad. So hopefully, by the time you, I leave... The, so I need you to hear I know. me when I say this. Let me see. Go okay, slow go to go fast. There you go. There you go. That's hard to do. No, especially it's not. As a racer. Not when there's ice Yeah, it is. Especially as a racer. It's hard to go slow. I don't go slow at anything. Take your time. You'll get there. I know. It's just... Yes. I want to no, be there there's already. No, I, it's I just... No. Just, just... Just go slow. Just listen. I just want to go fast. <laughs> I just want to go fast. I know it, Ricky Bobby. But That's we right. want you to arrive in one piece. And I'm glad you caught that. What are you going to do if the people go to... Like, people going to Volusia... 
Don't get to hear Scotty Dubler's voice. Come on. Dude, I don't know. They're going to hear me. I'll be there no Damn matter right. what. Damn right. Because you're going to That's, gonna get that's right. I'm starting my 14th season with American Flat Track. Damn. 14. 14? Ooh. Yeah. I, hold on. Now that makes me wonder. Let's see here. That's great. After Charlotte... After Charlotte, I've done 232 AFT Nationals in a row without missing one. That's ridiculous. 232. Talk about consistency. Who else? Who else in the paddock has that consistency? I don't know. Um, and that's that's big time. Big I'll time. Wait. I know Dave and Kat, Dave wait. and Kathy Honig were at like 500 before they uh, skipped a race or two. That's not wrong. Um, that's that's big time. I know Moorhead's been to a bunch. I don't know if he's made every one consistently. Uh, I think he stopped. I think he missed one for a wedding for one of his. I think his daughter or something like that. But yeah. I think I can't take nothing away from those people. They 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 set the standard. Absolutely. And then I also gotta say hats off to Johnny Gibson, the voice of the World of Outlaws. Oh yeah. I th- I think he's at like twelve hundred or fifteen hundred or. 10,000 races in a row. It's Ooh. no it's it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. But you got you got to remember the World of Outlaws can race up to 100 times a year, 150 times a year. You know, they've got they've got You still got to show up and do schedule. the damn thing. Exactly. So he 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 lost his voice at one of the races Graham was was messing. I think it was at Charlotte at the World Finals last year. He was losing his voice and uh he got through though, but I know what that's like. I mean, it's going to be hard for five days in a row at, at Steve's races. But. It makes it easier to do when you do what you love, for sure. Um, Absolutely. It, there are a couple times of the year where I do not envy being Scotty Duke. <laughs> and the next couple of weeks are, are one of those times, for yeah. sure. But yeah. I know you love it. I know you're going to get through it. And uh, everybody's going to be better for hearing it, for sure. I, I, I can't wait. You know, it's it's kicking off the season for me. Yes, I've done some ice racing. I didn't do any arena cross this year or this winter. Uh, so I can't wait to kick off the season down in Florida. Hopefully the weather's nice. I'm bringing lots of tea, lots of honey, and a lot of cough drops. So that'll get me through it. You need to hit up, uh, what's his name, get some of those honey bears. They say you're supposed to drink a bunch of water, too, but Kevin Clark says that just rusts the pipes. (laughs) Careful listening to that guy too much. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Yep. Any Cynthia final words? Got to bring lots this, of honey. Uh, no, I appreciate everything, and, and I appreciate everybody who jumped on this. Never got to see this before. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. It's kind of what we do. Uh, this one went a little bit longer. There's so many press releases that we hadn't got into, so this one went a little bit longer at the top. Yeah. Uh, and I hope everybody enjoyed listening to the, the Turner Honda Racing Team. And uh, I think we might even have some more from Turner on the next episode. I love it. Thanks, patrons. Thanks to everybody that listens. Smash that like button. Tell all your friends. And... We'll talk to you guys next week right here on Off the Groove. Peace. Later.
was lucky I had that note right here beside me. 232 after Charlotte. 11-11 of 21 is when I updated my notes. So Freaking crazy.